Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking about you and your business. Always love having on the program uh, a longtime regular, Brian Gordon, one of those people that we get great feedback on because, frankly, he talks about something that is of huge importance to uh, everyone. It's one of those things that uh, largely, roughly uh, uh, 66% of the population, they say, uh, are definitely going to have wish. They had made plans for what he talks about, 66% roughly. That's huge. The only only thing you're more, more likely to uh, definitely need is life insurance, and uh, that's like 100%. And so, uh, and that's long-term care. He's phenomenal at it. He's highly accessible, and his information, to me, true brilliance isn't measured by one's uh, multi-syllable vocabulary, but by how they can articulate some complex and, and often scary ideas in a way that people can understand. I appreciate Brian does that every time he's on the program. Brian, a little bit about your, your company as well as your website as we get into our topic. And uh, always glad to talk to you, bud. So, so thanks, Kevin. Always good to be on the show. Um, our, our website is galtci.com, and, and our company, Gordon Associates, has been around since 1975 and, and helping people figure out how to pay for their long-term care expenses and uh, whether they're going to self-fund it or they're going to they're push some of that risk to an insurance company. And, and what our jobs are to do with the families and, and, and clients that we work with is to just make their, 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 their generation, their next generation that's helping them get through this problem, usually their adult children, to have them, you know, have them have some direction and, and know how to take care of this for them. And like I always say is that I don't, I don't everyone doesn't not need long-term care insurance, but everyone kind of needs a plan to kind of get, you know, put their family in the right direction. Um, we have a lot of good information on our website. Again, it's, it's galtci.com is our website. Yeah, absolutely. I encourage people to check that out. Very timely topic today. This, uh, again, this is why uh, this topic is one of the reasons why I strongly recommend when it comes to things like long-term care because it isn't simple cut and dry like so many insurance policies are and, frankly, it should be when they can. It's complicated. Long-term care is complicated. And so you really need someone in your corner that uh, can help you navigate this. And, and your guy who showed you your insurance for your car may not be the best guy for uh, getting your information on long-term care. That's just the reality. As someone who worked in the insurance industry, I can tell you that. So we're going to talk about understanding the benefit triggers in your long-term care insurance policy. Certain things have to happen in order for your policy to go into effect. And so uh, with that, kind of give us a panoramic overview, kind of, kind of give us uh, the outlook of where we're going to go here. Sure. So I think the most important thing when someone buys any type of insurance is if something happens, you know, what, what triggers the benefits in a particular plan? How's that going to play out? How's that going to work if I were to need care down the road for myself or think I need care for myself? And when it comes to benefit triggers with long-term care insurance, um, back in, on January 1st of 1997, they did come out with some standardized language for any policy written after that, that time frame. Um, that is a, what, what we call a tax-qualified long-term care plan. Anybody that had a policy pre, pre-97, um, their policies were grandfathered in and, and, and they're still considered, you know, qualified type of programs, but they don't have to meet the, that same benefit trigger definition. So, so back in the early days, we, when we used to need to trigger our policy benefits, it used to be due to medical necessity. It was due to an injury, an accident, an illness of some sort that would require us to, to need care. 
anything post 1997, January 1st of 97, there's going to be there's going to be really a, a couple different ways to trigger the benefits, and it's super important for people to understand how within those benefit triggers that there's also stipulations within those triggers that people need to account for, and I'll address a couple of those as I go through it. Um, but nowadays, a person would need to have help with two out of six of their activities of daily living, and those are going to be things like bathing, feeding, dressing, toileting, transferring, and maintaining continence. And so if someone needs help with two of those six, and the expectation of that problem is that it's going to last 90 days or longer, then that person should be eligible to collect benefits on their policy. Mm-hmm. The other way to tri- the other way to trigger the benefits is going to be due to a severe you know a severe cognitive impairment and that's Alzheimer's dementia and senility um, that one can be a little tricky at times um, we're dealing with a client right now who's late 80s I've, I've known him for probably 30 years and he's actually he's an agent in the business as well and now we're helping his family with his claim um, he he has a, cog- a severe cognitive impairment. But the problem is, is he functions perfectly fine. They just can't leave him by himself at times. And whenever he does the interviews, he is a rock star. He he, he dresses well. He <laughs> looks great. So, 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 so it's important to understand how that plan is going to work for him. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see how that could get very complicated. Talk a little bit. So you already answered a little bit, uh, but my you know mentioning earlier of how it's not like car insurance. Explain how it's not like car insurance when it comes to making a claim. So so with car insurance, I'm glad I don't have a ton of experience with claims on that, but I do know from a couple times that, we, that we've dealt with it that when it, something happens, I call up my insurance agent, I go over what happened with them, we figured out what the cost of the accident was, and I might, one of my daughters hit a deer, so that one obviously was well worth using our insurance for that. Um, but but there was a time where some where, where my daughter we tapped something and he's like yeah you know what it's it's going to cost you this but your insurance is going to go up so you, you have those discussions and usually it's an accident or something happens it's pretty clear and cut and dry how how that's going to work um, when it comes to long term care what, what people don't realize like I'll get calls from clients all the time usually the the adult children where they say to me, well, my mom, you know, my mom needs help with, with, with eating and things like that. And I'll say, okay. I said, once the food is prepared, can your mom get the food from the plate, you know, to, to, the, to, to the fork or a spoon or use the knife and get it in her mouth? She's like, oh, yeah, she just can't cook the food and prepare it. Well, that doesn't qualify as a benefit trigger on a long-term care plan. Okay, what they look at that situation is, is they look at that as almost a convenience that, hey, if someone can prepare a meal, and, and in today's world, it's really easy to, you know, get meals prepared or delivered to the house for somebody that, you know, it, it, that the carriers will not do that unless my client actually needs help preparing the meal, um, you know, you know, as well on that side of it. Yeah, there, there's so millions of grown, grown men and women who can't do that. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> They're perfectly exactly. healthy. <laughs> Right. We're going through some of my, my dad was going through rehab right now, and they asked him about, you know, we're going to do laundry tomorrow. We're going to learn how to do it. My dad looked at her. He's like, she's like, what? He's like, I don't do my laundry at home. Somebody does that for me. now. He's like, I've never done it. When my wife passed away, you know, when my mom passed away, he has someone come in once a week and does it for him. So you're 100% correct um, in my dad's yeah. case. So, but, but, but that's something that's important to go through that. Like, does someone need help getting in and out of a chair, on and off the commode, 
Um, you know, do they need help, you know, watching somebody in the shower? Um, usually what I find when my clients need care for themselves, it's usually the bathing and the transferring that, that, that are the first two things to go because people get uneasy walking and transferring. And I find that when someone needs help with walking and getting out of a chair and off the commode, they're also going to need some standby supervision in a shower or in the bathtub. Oh, yeah. And those, and those are things that would, would qualify someone for benefits, but I do. I, I think people need to really be very careful. They need to call the insurance company. They need to call their agent. They need to get a really good understanding of how that policy is going to work, because you don't want to go and move someone to an assisted living or nursing nursing home, thinking that it's going to be paid for by the insurance when when your loved one may not may not qualify for it. Yeah. So let's talk about the benefit triggers that uh, being our focus. Uh, give us uh, give us some ideas, and if there's an overview of how they work when it comes to long-term care and what they so, need to know. Sure. So, so with with that side of it, I kind of addressed the, the eating the eating side of it for for someone already, where if that meal can be prepared for them and they can actually get it from the plate to their mouth. Um, once it's prepared, that that would not qualify as, as one of the eating, you know, definitions in the policy. If they need help getting it from, you know, from the plate to their mouth and being prepared, that 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 is a way that the policy would would be able to trigger the benefits. Um, people will say to me, "Well, my mom and dad, they, they can't take their medication. They need a reminder." Again, that's not anything that that these particular plans are going to look at that as a, as an eating definition in the policy for that. Um, with with the with the transferring and in, in, in the in, in the in the bathing and things like that as well, most of the plans and all the plans that we've worked with in the past will allow someone to have standby assistance. So we don't actually have someone that physically has to bathe someone. Like when my grandmother went to assisted living, she was very uneasy. She had bad knees. She used a walker, but she could shower herself, but she was always uneasy in there. So if she ever was felt uneasy, she can have the caregiver at the assisted living help her sit down or, or get her out of the shower and, and get her safe. Um, so they don't physically have to be doing doing the bathing for for our clients. Um, you know, out of a chair and, and things like that. Again, my, my clients can get out of a chair, but they may be uneasy walking to the bathroom or getting down the hallway, and you know, there may be a high, a high fall risk. So those are people that that, would, that could potentially qualify for for benefits. Um, you know, you got the so give us a couple. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say on the continent side of it is someone who used diapers and, and, and things like that as well. So that's that's kind of the other the other side of it as as well. You want me to give you you want you want some actual examples of what a couple of my clients have gone through to get you know to get to their claims? Is that what you want me to kind of address that as well? Yeah, yeah. Give us well, actually, give us a couple of uh, cautionary tales uh, done right versus done wrong. They're, they're, I'm telling you, this is one yep. insurance where you've got to know what you're doing in order to make sure it goes as you want it to go. That's true with all policies, but this one has, uh, I yes. think, the potential for gotcha. And, and not intended, but it just has that effect that you need someone who's an ex- expert to, to help you navigate. Yeah, absolutely. So so for sure, that that's something that... So, so the biggest issues that we see at claim time, especially, usually happens when my clients don't call us up up front, and we go through it with their with their adult children and themselves on how the benefits work in the policy. Those sometimes fail, and we we've had situations where people call up the carriers and they're saying, "Well, my mom needs a ride to the doctor. Or they need a ride. You know, they they need a ride here. They got to get their hair done. They got to get their nails done." 
things like that are you don't want to talk about that. That's not anything that these policies are going to address. The the intake for the claims people they don't care about that. What they want to focus in on is all of those activities of daily living. Those are what has to go bad for our, for our loved ones in order to qualify for benefits. The insurance companies can take care of. They, they can help. You know, they, they can cover someone that's running mom or dad to the doctor and you know running to get their hair done if they're at the house and, and, and get their nails done, things like that. But that cannot be the main reason we are activating these benefits. It's kind of like those old plans, Kevin. If you remember when when you were when you were writing some of these policies, that you you know you 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 couldn't be diagnosed with a a mental disorder and and and, and then a cognitive impairment secondary to it. We always made sure that our clients had cognitive impairment as number one, and any type of other type of anxiety or, or, or disorders that those were just ancillary underneath that. So you really want to get a good understanding of how the policy works. Um, there are there are plans that are coming out through the state, which you and I have talked about the the Washington Cares Fund. We talked about that that payroll tax that's being implemented in the state of Washington um, that actually just started you know earlier this month. <clears throat> they go they go as deep in their benefit triggers as allowing meal preparation and taking medications. So their benefit triggers are different than the insurance company. But that policy only provides about $100 a day for one year, so it's super limited for for the client as well. So yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like those uh, mini mini meds that were ubiquitous before Obamacare. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and we call them. We, we've got the short-term policies now as well, where they can cover our clients for a year to you know year to just under two years. I'm sorry, just just under yeah. a year, I should say, for for care. So yeah, they're they're very they're very basic, but again, they all work really well. It's just it's like buyer beware, and and, and you got to go into a claim with both eyes wide open. No question about it, Brian. You went deep today, very thorough, very very helpful conversation. Brian Gordon always want to encourage people to learn more. One more time, give your website as we wrap it up. It is our website is galtci dot com. Yeah, make sure you check them out. Uh, again, it, it, you know, you can love your insurance agent. And your insurance agent, he has the mentality. Remember, I, I was in the industry for a number of years. The mentality is, which is ubiquitous in, in all business, uh, you know, is that uh, the general insurance agent is a general insurance agent because uh, he doesn't want to leave money on the table. I mean, that's just the reality. And uh, you'll see a lot of people with both uh, – property and casual and health and life. That's very common. I worked only in health and life space, particularly uh, specializing in uh, what they call the ancillary products. That was my deal. But the general agent, you know, he's thinking about don't leave money on the table. And so he'll sell everything, including what Brian talked about today. But that doesn't mean he's fully equipped to be able to navigate you through that. Um, and uh, that's why you definitely want an expert in your corner to help you navigate through that. And Brian... I appreciate your expertise. Thanks. Anytime, Kevin. Happy to, happy to help. Look forward to next time. I'm Kevin Price. This is the nationally syndicated Price of Business. Stay tuned for more after this.